Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most live. And we are back with act number three. Drop yeah. Dead Fred. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. Drop yes, Bogart. Drop Dead Fred is not doing so well. Phoebe Cates is now back with Charles, at least for the moment. And they're feeding her the little green pills. And Fred is down. It is not looking so good for Fred at this exact moment. And one of the big lines that he said, right when he asked her if she was happy, and she said, I am happy. And he was like, if you're so happy, why am I still here? <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is where it all kind of, it goes from bad to worse, at least in her mind, right? Because she, what did she do? She, I think she takes one of the pills and then like sneezes. And then Fred like, Kind of goes to like, all over the place. He's oh yeah, it catapults him to like bouncing off the walls, right? And yeah. first of all, too, what kind of a house is this? <laughs> do they live in Seattle or something? Or like, where do they live? Like, where they have warehouses that they make in the houses? Yeah, where it's like right. this partitions versus actual walls that go to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Like he bounces to the top, and then it's like he's his body's halfway in the room where Charles is, and halfway in the kitchen slash living room. And he's gaming up Annabelle. He's look, the bitch is taking her pills. Don't even trip. Fucking you on the side. I know how to handle her. All this shit. But you know what's crazy? Like, why keep her around, right? Well, I think you were in the Matrix when I said that. Yeah, what was the actual point? Like, like dude, you got all these riches or something? Like, you yeah. trying to marry into some money? You know what I mean? I don't get it. Like, I, I never understood that part of maybe me. Maybe there's something wrong with that dude, too. Clearly, you know what I mean? Well, and I think, okay, because I, I, I swear... Mean, he probably got some money. I assume he got some money. Yeah, he works at the Jaguar dealerships, always rocking suits, like, has a dope car. But it seemed to me, it seemed like Annabella was a little bit younger. They were together for three years, so maybe now her being twenty six, maybe he's outgrown her. Maybe he's just maybe he's forty or something. You know what I mean, he now he's got like even young. He's into younger ones now. You know what I mean? That's what I assume. He's into the younger ones, and he's trading her in like he's trading in the cars. Ooh! And he doesn't want to get a divorce though. <laughs> And neither does Phoebe Cates. She doesn't want to get a divorce. She even said she's scared of being alone. Yeah, some of my Mitch. Yeah. Very dependent. Yeah. And so she, Fred tells Phoebe Cates, go listen, go to the door, go to the door. And then she hears it. And then it's like, I don't know, it's like she couldn't even handle it. Yeah, that's what's crazy too. Is like, whoa, was she just this whole time glistening in by the door and she imagines, right? Or is it like we're dancing between the rooms right here, bro? Magic, bro. That's where it goes into like her just her mental health in general. That made her have panic. But I will say, women got women intuition, but she was already, she from the gate, from the house movie started, she knew he was fucking on somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he, even when they started the movie, like Charles made it seem like it was her idea. He's like, yes, you told me to go to Annabella. Like that's that a great idea. Damn, what a dumb bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not all there. Not then, all there. And is where it starts just getting real, real crazy because Fred is like, well, uh, she looks like she's breaking down, having some kind of mental breakdown, maybe. 
And Fred's like, just come with me. And then she pretty much falls like right on top of where he is. And have the effect of where you could kind of see both of them at the same time because Fred's not really there, right? Yeah. And then they mold into each other like lovers on, on the floor. <laughs> Come on, man. Be more romantic. They're lying down with each other. Fred's was there. Fred got jealous. Fred had Fred really loved her. He mm. did. And then they Fred, go into a land of Fred, Fred was born. Fred was born from the lack of the love that she had, you know what I mean? Almost like when the, when they locked him away, the dad was like, well, I gotta go now because this is dumb. Well, that makes total <laughs> sense. Fred was born for the lack of the love, but that's how shadow people are created. Shadow people are created for your old subconscious, Bogey. Yeah, so we get yeah. it to where, yes, they become one, like Nelly says. <laughs> and then they, I mean, it, it's pretty much her getting transformed into a dream or something. You see just... It's like this big, fast zoom up to where they're like. Hey, it was cool, by the way. Yeah. Coming up to the house. And I then was her finally letting it go, maybe? Well, like, I mean, that's what I'm Something having, like that. She's having her breakdown and going back to the house because they're in her house at this point. They're not at the mom's house. No. So her going back to the mom's house. She goes in. Everything's way different, though. It's, it's not, like a dream state. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the no. exact same house. It's the exact same exterior. Not interior, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, really crazy detail right there. I like that because she's crazy. Yeah, Charles, as she's totally. walking in, there's a little remote control car that comes in, and then Charles comes in with this fucking Jaguar, and she's telling him to get inside, or he's telling her to get inside the car. It's from, it, 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 to me, something that always stood out to me was the black and white, the checkered floor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bogues, you're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, they always, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead continue, though. And uh, then Fred actually comes in, and now he's like back to normal. He's not wearing, you know, the faded jacket and all that shit. He's like back to normal. And he got uh, his threads all looking fresh. Yeah. <laughs> And she Look, just oh, dropped deadish. You feel me? She takes off the Jaguar emblem, and then it's like the air got let out of the car. And that's the first thing. And then they can't run up the stairs. It's, it's almost metaphoric that because he's so exterior and surface level that, like, when she pulled off that emblem, it just deflates him. He's just total ego. That's all it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all fake. It's all fugazi. Yep. It's all full of air and bullshit. So that was her letting him go right there. And Bomb. then I don't really understand the significance of the next part. Maybe you guys could uh, help stairs? out with that. The stairs. Yeah. I'll where... tell you why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to hear it. Yeah. This is this stuff. This is where I really appreciate the movie, actually. This is where I like this allegorical type of metaphorical. It's kind of like, because I like kind of get over the mountaintop, so to speak. Uh, get over the what? Kind of like conquer the mountain, so to speak, like climb the top of this. Yeah, it's like the whole purpose of what it really is, the film itself. And uh, the stairs, okay, that, right, because I dream, I've been dreaming a lot since I was a kid and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so I got these symbols. That's why it was the dream state or the astral realm, you call it. So it's, it's based on symbols yep. and it's very analogous to your, to real life, but things are a little different. Like I maybe, Let's say I'm a dream with you, Alex, and we're talking and stuff, but then you can morph into my sister, but I keep talking to you like it's you. But I'm looking at my sister like it's normal. Okay. Right? Yeah. So the stairs, so that's why you mentioned earlier how it's the house, but it's not the house, but it is the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what it's a symbol of what the house is. So that's why they did it like that. So, yeah, the set was even different. It was like it was they were on a set, on a stage. Right. 
Yeah. And then the, the stairs was that should the, the trying to climb out of like an existence that's old and trying to get into something new. And that also represents that ever been in a dream where you're running and it's like you're on quicksand, but you never run out of breath in dreams, but you run out of okay. Look for me, out, it's out never of running. ability to move. Ever knows that? For me, it's never chased? running, it's fighting. Huh? I'm trying to pound this motherfucker on this. It's like slow motion, right? Yeah, do it. So <laughs> I'm like, it's because I'm never running in my dreams, bro. I'm never running. Like, right. I'm, and then also when you're running, everyone knows everyone's always running ahead of you. Hey, wait for me. You're always behind. Yeah, so that's the you stairs. He's trying to climb the stairs, and he couldn't get out of the stairs. Climbing and flying, like climbing. Yeah, flying and too. Flying. Well, flying's different. Here's the flying's different though. The flying's yeah. different because the flying is like, actually you broke but, out. But when I say climbing though, because it's like I'm climbing like nothing, like stepping on like invisible stairs, like climbing into the sky. Like when you could see it, they weren't even really stairs. It was just like no, yeah, exactly a, like a slope that was like stairs were yeah. painted on it or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, because exactly. it was it was like the it was like the final level, right? Well, no, not yet, but the, well, not quite. It was the second to the last level. Yeah. But you know what though? You, you have these stories. Well, what I'm talking about, well, about this film and what I'm talking about, and also I'll give you a couple. of, Have you seen THX one one three eight with uh, uh-huh. Devito's in it? And who's the guy from Colors? He played the cop, Bobby, 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 Robert oh, Duvall. Robert Duvall. It was. Uh, oh yeah. Duval, it was, I think it was, it came out and what, it was not Scorsese, but it was one of those big act, big directors' first films. Okay. I don't think it was Spielberg, because Spielberg did Duel. Was it, was it Hughes? It was no, one of those guys, Hughes, but no, DeVito's in it, really bad. young DeVito and Duval, and then they, they're all in white, and they're all underground, and then they want to get surface. Like, it's almost like, it's very or- Orwellian, right? Is, is, it like, is it like a post-apocalyptic? Thing? Yes. Yeah, and it's futuristic, and they everyone lives underground, and they want to service to see what's up there. What the happened? Time, right? Like, yeah, right. And then they, they, want, they yeah. see. So it's like the sub. That's another subconscious <laughs> thing of to get out. And then I don't know if you've seen it, the Twilight Zone. Ever seen it in search? The title wasn't called "In Search of an Exit." You, you have a soldier. No, okay, well, okay. Describe the episode to me because I've seen like dozens yeah, of them. Okay, with the Twilight Zone was the old one, the black and white one. You have a soldier. Yeah, and you yeah got I've a, seen dozens of them. But what yeah, you, you've, you've got a ballerina. You got seven people locked in this room and they're trying to get out. How do we get here, right? And then they figure out how to, to climb to the top, and then they find gets to the top. It's kind of like the same as uh, TH one one three eight. You get to the top, and then it's. And then it just kind of stops. And then you see someone, a little boy. It was a, they, they kept hearing a bell throughout the episode. And then there's a boy, the Christmas bell, when they're collecting donations for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that bell. Yeah, that was it because that bell would, would prevent them from getting to the top. And then he finally gets to the top. Then you get a little boy, picks up a doll that's out on the snow. And there was an, they were in a trash can. But there were dolls in a trash can, but they were alive trying to get out, right? So this movie, going back to Fred, it's basically you're trying to get out of what you're locked into. She's locked into a certain sub- subconscious. Subconscious. Yeah. Well, and the fear is to conquer out uh, to make a change. What's because that? she can't make the change in her physical self. Right. You know, right. So he has to empower the subconscious has to be empowered to make that change. And that's what I'm saying. You know, they. Oh, I don't. Well, what they do because like he ends up kissing her, right? That's at the very end. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, at the very end, I guess there's still one more level to this. Yeah, there's one more level before that. You, yeah, you move on with that. Maybe but it all ties like in. It ties in. I'll kind of 
finish off, but let's yeah. talk, speak more about what goes on. I guess that's just like perpetual love, like the only true love she's ever known type of thing. Well, it's, it's the love of herself, though, really, right? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Ooh. There's yeah, the subconscious. Right that's what there. Fred is. Fred is her subconscious that actually loves her and is teaching her how to love herself. And give herself self-confidence, right? Because the mom like yeah. breaks her down so much mentally. It's like she can't do anything right. Mom's there's one all the way to right. the point. She's like, you better look like me. Yeah. There well, there was one scene I can't remember, it was during one of the flashbacks where you could hear, I never do anything right. Yeah, maybe my mom's right and all that. And, and Fred's like, so what? Like, you never want to be like her, or whatever. I can't remember yeah, how it was. So but she has no like self-confidence. The mom the little kid going through it by herself. For sure. Like the mom's breaking her down literally about everything. There's one point where she was like, I don't even I don't even love you as much as I used to, or like, something worded like that. So like the mom because just, of the dad, like, this is like yeah. life after the dad had left, right? No, this is when the dad's oh. still there. The dad left at the end of all the flashbacks. He never flashes back to memories when the dad's gone on. Like as no, the la- no, the last the last There's one time she did though, right? No, the last one was when, when the dad left. Up. Yeah, yeah was, but he was there though, right? He was there and then he left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And uh, yeah, the mom's such a bitch that even in her dream sequence is like the whole house is like a museum. Everything's all like velvet rope and roped off to where you can't tell yeah. you're not supposed to pass anything. And that's wow, real, that that's real heavy in the psyche too, because it's like that's why she rebelled against that as a kid. Like put some fucking feces on this motherfucker. The what? The feces? Yeah, come on! All white, uh, all white carpet. And you know all what I mean? Shirt. Fuck this! All oh, right, right, right. This couch. Fuck all that shit. Be, 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 be on the on all rest. You know what I mean? Pretty much gives her the confidence to think to build the tree that they climbed to overcome that last step, and then they have to confront the actual mom. And uh, this is like the showdown of all showdowns, right here. Get in- a friend. And now this is her showdown. And the mom, like, looks like a devil. <laughs> like, the way that they bring her out, big old red blazer on. Oh, Alice, so this is the dream state still, right? This is the dream state still. Yeah, got it. Yeah, the mom comes out. She's at the top of the stairs now. They make it to the top of the stairs, and she's right in front of the room. And she's just like, do not go in there. And she said, I'm not afraid of you. And those were the magic words, according to Fred. And then she screams it again. And then the mom just burns pretty much in front Dissipates. of her. yeah. And you remember what happened next, Nelly? You want to give us your insight on that, where she sees herself as a kid in the bed, all taped up and yeah, so sad. No, hold on. Like I said, I saw once. Because for sure, she was. That's how the mom used to do her. For sure, used to fucking listen. I'm about to tie your ass up. Well, and I don't know if she would physically do that. I think it was just like... Nah, I think she did that, bro. And that's something. This is like part of her, like, breaking Well, do you, do you think it's like a symbol of how she felt about her life? I guess you, could, I, I guess you can go on that aspect, but, like... They I think it's the mom having the stranglehold on her subconscious. It's like the same way, she, same way she had to tape yeah. up Fred. She taped her up, like, type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was, I don't think it was in a literal sense. Because I think the mom was, like, sadistic. Well, she never grew up. Like, that's the thing. Like, she never grew up. She's still like a five-year-old in a 26-year-old's body. Damn, that sucks. And, yeah, then her mother even just would scold her on that. You, like, you're pathetic. You never grew up. Yeah. And she, she scolds her pretty much. 
Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. crazy. And then my the layers, bro. In a lot of ways, she grow, She's more grown than me in a lot of ways. My oldest. Well, see, and then that's what's weird is like she comes out of the dream state and then she's back at her mom's, and and then you get more of the psychological layers coming out when so she says charles is on the phone and then she put all the pills did we get did you get the point where she poured all the pills down when she was back at charles house no no this is like right after they come out of the dream state she's back at the mom's house okay and then well she hung up on charles though yeah she, the mom brings the phone with charles and she just hangs up on her and then she's gonna leave and she was like don't leave i'll be lonely yeah all right get a friend <laughs> that was so cold yeah but it was so because you know why that was the last resort Mm -hmm. that was the mom's last little like little fucking lifesaver you actually see that in real life though in real life that last part that real deal that's kind of deep man that kind of hit me that's kind of sad like damn man well be nice to do your kids Well, and I think, well, that's what you're going to do. Well, that's no, that's, see, that's what it is, right? Because, listen, it's like when I watch it as a grown man now, right? Even when I watched it with my daughter, my oldest, when I, that's all, but she was the only one I had when I watched it with her. You know what I mean? She was probably like four or five, and she loved it. She got a kick out of it because of the, it's a little girl, and then, the, and then the funny, the physical comedy of it. But, like, of course, you know, it's out of layers, right? But it is crazy because... You know what I mean? Dang, it really, I still go back to, the, this is the metaphor for the movie why we're even doing Drop Dead Fred, me and us, why we even recommended it, because things that happen to you as a kid that affect you, like this movie affected me as a kid, like I remember it to the T. I didn't even rewatch it for the for this review, you know what I mean? Do you remember why it affected you, or are you coming well, no, to the I'm realization saying, now like, as to how it affected general, you? I'm generalizing right now, though. That when you're a kid, the things that do affect you, they live with you for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And the, how the mom was to her, it fucked her all the way up from the gate that it created Fred. You know what I mean? And that's why the moment that that she could finally conquer that and get up that staircase and finally fucking conquer that shit and fucking it's, it's incinerated moms. Fred no longer Fred no longer needs to be there for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just right. think. About, I mean, from the moms' like perspective, also, like how many of these moms out here? We've heard stories about the Munchausen syndrome and like yeah, 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 hell yeah. Like, you saw the what syndrome? The Munch- Munchausen syndrome. It's when yeah. you. It's when like you you would almost project sickness onto your child because that you need the child to need you and vice versa. You might even play sick all the time. Or now we're not even sick. Just make that you need the empathy and sympathy. Like you crave this or you need it. So you're dependent on your child. Or you need the kid or vice versa. You need the kid to need it. Like you might make the kid to believe they're always sickly. You can't go outside. You're going to get sick. Who do you need, mommy? You know what I mean? Mommy's here. That's some citizen programming. You you don't know about that's much. It's the actual syndrome. Yeah, and so that's definitely like one of the vibes as an adult when I'm watching this movie. Yeah, the, oh yeah, the mom had mad money times to sister. Shit, the dad left. You know what I mean? Before the even dad, before even the dad left, that was almost like the nail in the coffin for the mom, right? But before he left, all she was doing was like tormenting this man, <laughs> basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. 
And it's funny because, well, funny, but interesting how they painted the picture kind of subtly, it's but very it was, bleak. It was evident. Huh? But it's very bleak. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that a lot of times they paint the father just that he just left. But there, you can see why the father left because of the mother. You don't yeah. usually see that painted that, like that. That's how cold it is, too, because if it is truly something psychological and he saw the daughter has it in her, too, he was like, fucking, and he made a conscious decision, like, I'm going to leave. I'm out. Like, I'm out of this biatch. And that's fucked up, too, because I can't relate to the dad in that sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what's what created Fred. It's all a, a combination. It's not nature-nurture. It's a combination. It's not nature versus nurture here. It's a combination. Combination, right? yeah. A fusing of the two. Yes, sir. But I will say this, so just to wrap up on that last scene where... So the reason I mentioned how they lie down and then they disappear into the dream state, right? Yeah. I thought that was significant because once I I saw that... Remember when he says, kiss me, right? Yeah. And the kiss. Yeah. See, that that, that doesn't... And it, it makes like sense. But, light too, but like, that was like... Yeah, but that was in that that was put in there for a reason, because there's nothing romantic about that. But the fact that they showed them lie down, they disappeared into one, and then he said, "Because okay, let's say if they left out the kiss, it's so you still like would have had the same goodbye. effect of all the things that tie together." But yeah, why like, did they, they put goodbye, the kiss like, in there? Because lay it down to rest, like it's like metaphorical in that sense. Like we gotta lay it down to rest, kiss it goodbye. Well, 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 the thing is, it, but it was laid. Here's what I'm saying: it was laid down to rest without him kissing her. So what I'm saying is that mm. the fact that he kissed her shows that, that now she loves herself. Well, yeah, it's like her, and Fred, her and Fred finally combined into because everything that she needed was Fred, like the self confidence, right. the just love for herself, and that was all the part of her that was really missing. And then it's them finally connecting, and yeah, the kiss if it's subconscious and she's Fred, that's her kissing herself and learning to love herself. Right. And I think, and that, I, I thought that was a beautiful moment that was written in there because it, it tied it in, because I wasn't expecting it too, that's why. But then, that, even though I wasn't expecting it, but now I can see, I can relate of why they put it in there. And I think it's, it was as actually, it was genius of them to do that, even though it seems kind of subtle. This is kind of cool, it, huh? But it was on that level, it was perfect. And, and check this out, sk silver screen breakdowners. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna see. You're gonna see the evolution of Nelly watching this movie from beginning to now, right? <laughs> so like from thinking it's complete poppycock, and and then to a point where he's I, at this point, I have to start powering through it, and then you get some dozing off here and there. You get some little profound moments there, right? Where you're like, wow, okay, it all came together. And yeah, then because, magic, yeah, going back to the magic aspect of it all, right? Like, it is the magic of the 90s. Why the movies that I that we immediately wanted to go back to and, re, and do for the silver screen breakdowns, because, like, these movies were, like, nostalgia to me. The 90s movies, it's like they had it right. You know what I mean? There's, like, layers to this shit. You know what I mean? And as yeah. a six-year-old, seven-year-old, anytime when I watch this as a kid, there is no psychological breakdown like of this. Just no. Fred exists. There is no subconscious or any kind of thought. And we're gonna get <laughs> to that, that man, because bring us bring us up to speed now. After, bring us to well, the that, that's pretty. That that is the end of it. Like the final scene that you see is her going to see Mickey. 
And right? that's the guy who I think they have a little connection. They're probably going to date in the next, in the, if Drop Dead Fred 2 happened. About the handful of a little girl. Yeah. Who is? already mentioned. Who is a child with a single parent. Very similar to Phoebe and, Kids, Except it's the yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. They never right? mentioned the mom. But clearly the mom's well, not around. They said around. they divorced. They said they divorced. See, okay. That's the only mention. They said, but at least I got custody of my my little girl. That was the that was the only time we really hear about Mickey's daughter. Right. But and, so, and, and that was a good wrap up there with him and then the girl seeing Fred. Yeah. That was kind of touching, I must say. That the scene yeah. she figures out that it's him. Yeah. Well, no, and, cool. yeah, and she doesn't see him, right? Because now she's like this. Yeah, yeah, she saw the the pinky, knowing that they used to do that as well, and seeing the look on her face and the havoc happening. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. They wrapped up nicely, I must say. And I like the allegorical meanings of stuff, and I like surreal elements in the films. That's where I really start to tune in more when you're looking at metaphors and stuff like that. Yeah. For some reason, that guy, what was his name? Uh, the dude at the end there with uh, Mickey. 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 He, he reminded me of the one character in the butterfly effect. Remember <laughs> the good, the, the bad kid, but the, the good version of him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Christian Bible. <laughs> yeah. He kind of painted him like that a little bit. I know. I, it I kind of reminded me of that since we just saw it a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> that's kind of funny. But there we go. I like it. There's our breakdown. Of, of Drop Dead Fred. And uh, what would you say, Nelly? Do you think talking about this more maybe ha- maybe gave you a different perspective on the movie after the fact? I know you only watched it once. Yeah, it, uh, it grew on me, put it that way. <laughs> it grew on me. It had to grow on me, though. So it, it started off slow, but it gained ground. It gained, it gained ground. I'm gonna, yeah. Gonna, and like I was so, saying. Yeah, it turned out good in, in the end. And like I was saying about watching this as a kid, there is no thoughts of the subconscious or anything like that. And just we're taking, at least I was, taking everything for face value. <laughs> Fred's real. Fred's just the imaginary friend. And Yeah, right, right. Is what it is. <laughs> and you're going to have a different feel for it because you've seen it. So more nostalgia. You're going to have that to watch it. Yeah. This is one of those ones. I watched it once or twice this week, but... It's yeah, everything's kind of ingrained in my head. I, I could have done this show with without watching it, like Bogey. That's how much I remembered about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So how so about we... ready? Is that also yeah? Let's oh. go through the ratings for the people. So our rating requirements. This is how we rate the movies. We we base it all on rentals or if you would buy it. So if you buy the movie, that means I, I mean something that you would buy, something that you would probably watch a few more times. Over the course of however long, we got a five-day rental, if you guys remember those. And then two-day rental, which I eh, kind of don't like it. And then same-day rental, which means it's absolute dog shit. You may have not even finished the movie. Where do you think that this fares for you now, Nelly? I'll do a five. Whoa. I'll do a five, Alex. <laughs> now, where was it at before we had this show? Like, before we came on to the show... I'm not to a five. That's there's four categories and a skip two. That's uh, quite redeemable. Yeah. Redemption at its best, right there. 
and uh, that's why I like doing these shows. You just get more of a perspective from stuff. And like, yeah, obviously you're getting a perspective from me and Bogey. Maybe, like I said, I've probably seen this maybe a hundred times easily throughout my lifetime on TV and all that. And I have it. I bought it on DVD a long time ago. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's funny. Even Vanessa, she has a whole bunch of DVDs as well. And it's funny that this was one of those ones that was in her family's DVD collection as well. Oh, so you guys got quite the collection together, huh? Yeah. This will be a good time to wrap it up. So Pineapple's uh, next week. Yeah, Pineapple Express we'll be doing next week. And yeah, get ready, guys. We're going to keep this train going. Every Friday, we've been doing it on the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel, 5 p.m. West Coast time, 8 Eastern. Go subscribe to the podcast, Silver Screen Breakdowns, everywhere. Spotify, uh, Apple. Google, Amazon, everywhere you get your podcasts. And make sure you go follow Nelly Nell on Instagram and on YouTube. Let them know where, Nelly. Yeah, Nelson Tynes, quick search. You'll see that on both ends. And the content I have on YouTube is my demo reels and a bunch of montages and scenes from my acting from films and TV shows I've done. Check them out. Subscribe, like, and all that business and stuff. I'll follow you back on Instagram. So there we go. Cool. We hope you like this in-depth breakdown of Drop Dead Fred. We love this movie. We even made Nelson turn it from a thumbs-down single-day <laughs> rental into a five-day rental. So, yeah, like that's that. a giant leap in my book. So that's for sure. We'll, yeah, we'll catch that. you guys next week for Pineapple Express. You guys are gonna love it. Classic. One quick thing I was gonna say: I appreciate the esoteric knowledge of that film. But yeah. wrapped up in the end there like that. It was nice. Good. Heck yeah, we went real deep. Appreciate you guys listening, right, everyone cool. who is live. Appreciate everyone who is listening on the podcast. And make sure you go leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most hard, we the most live.